Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. All right, we are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have with us Samuel Wiener. Samuel is a title insurance executive and vice president of business development at Langdon Title. Samuel received a degree in business management and international business from Indiana University. His extensive background in sales and business development gives him a competitive edge in the title insurance industry. And he is here today to talk about title, which is great because it's a very important part of the the entire transaction. Um, And we've never had anybody on the show to talk. So Samuel, thank you very much for hopping on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right. As I told you before we, um, we got started here at the Real Estate Investing Club, we always start with stories. So you got a good one. Why don't you take us back to the beginning? How did you get started in real estate? It's, it's actually a great story. So I started my career once I graduated in college um, in the staffing and recruitment field, okay. uh, focusing on business development initiatives. So getting companies and corporations to use our recruitment services position myself as a total solution provider, meaning any industry, uh, any job level, whether entry level up to senior C-suite executives. And it was good. You know, I mean, I was doing pretty well learning all different tactics of sales, business development, recruitment. But realistically, I've always had an underlying passion to get into one of the professional services industries, referring to finance, real estate, insurance, consulting, etc. And I went to one of my closest family friends, who's a real estate executive here in New York, uh, very successful, uh, very large firm, probably has millions, hundreds of millions of assets under management. And, you know, I said to him, listen, based off of myself, I'm interested in transitioning to the real estate field, any suggestions for me? And he kept it very simple. He said, based off of your interpersonal and communication skills, I'm going to suggest two different sectors for you, brokerage and title insurance. And I was like, I know a lot of brokers. I know a lot of realtors, nothing wrong with it. I don't know if that's where I was looking to start, 
what the F is title insurance? I had no idea what, I've never heard of the term. I had no idea what he was talking about. He said, you know what? I think it would be good for you. Let me introduce you to my preferred title vendor. Introduce me to his go-to title guy. Went out for dinner. This was, of course, pre-pandemic. And he gave me the rundown, asked a little bit about myself, my relationships in the real estate realm so far, and pretty much accepted a job on the spot that day, obviously, and in person from there. But that's where it all started. So that's kind of how I got into the real estate realm. And uh, yeah, I've been here going on almost a year and a half now. So nice. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, I'm sure, you know, people can can associate with that. You know, you, people want to get into real estate. Title is not the thing. Most people don't even know what title insurance is. Like I, I've spoken with new investors. Okay. Okay. What is title? What do you do? What, you know, what's their purpose? Why do they, why are they here in real estate? Um, so why don't we just start right there? I mean, Title and escrow is not something that is uh, widely known outside of real estate professionals. So a lot of new investors, um, you know, they, it's something they need to learn. So yep. what is title and escrow? What is title insurance? And why is it so important? Um, why is it so important in the process of purchasing a, a property? Yeah. So title insurance, it's really a way to protect yourself from financial loss and legal expenses in the event there's a defect in your title to your property that is covered by the policy. Now that, that, that probably didn't seem too easy to understand. So putting it in simpler terms, title insurance protects buyers from past events. So it's actually very different from life insurance, health insurance, where you're paying monthly premiums, uh, insuring you against future events that could happen. We actually protect you against past events. Mm -hmm. So all title issues are resolved by the completion of closing You only purchase title insurance once, and the policy is valid for the entire ownership. So to put it into simpler terms, we go through your property for the past, I don't know, five years, 10 years, 50 years, 500 years. We make sure that there's no issues within your properties by issues, liens, encumbrances, tax issues, um, legal issues, any judgment searches. So really making sure that everything is clean in your property so that put in simpler terms, nobody could ever walk into your front door and say, this is my house, get out of here. Yep. So, and I actually, I have a good, uh, a good story for title insurance that happened to me. Um, it was just a a recent uh, deal that I was working on. It was a mobile home park out in South Carolina. Um, and you know, we, we got title insurance on it. Title started working and, uh, this this seller was kind of a mom and pop seller. He didn't really know a lot about his property in terms of, you know, the history and all that stuff. Um, and he had owned it for like, I don't know, 40, 50 years. So a very long time. And it was a family, family business. And so title was working. They came back to us. They said, hey, there's this other person on title that actually owns the property with them. And we're like, what? He didn't tell us that. And so we go to him, we, Mr. Seller, you know, did you know that you, you co-own this property with someone? And he goes, no, no idea. And so they told him the name and he goes, Oh, that's my aunt, aunt, whatever, aunt Shirley. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, we got to get her off of title because we can't sell without, without her signature. Right. Um, and so, you know, that we wouldn't have known that without having gone through title insurance. It's not something nope. that is just completely apparent. And that's what the job of title to do is to make sure that you have a clean title going through to close. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the things, you know, title, title and escrow is, um, and I always bundle the two together, title and escrow. 
what are the things that you see most often going wrong in a transaction? So it's, there's not too many issues that really occur too often. Um, something like an example, like a small issue where somebody didn't know that they co-ownership or something is more things that pop up, but very easy to fix. Um, I would say more of the more common uh, issues that arise during title searches would be uncovering outstanding mortgages, um, making sure that if any taxes were owed, any mechanic liens, outstanding mortgages, all of those are taken care of. Um, Sometimes there's pending litigation. Um, So there could have been legal issues with past ownership, um, making sure that everything's clear there, that there's no issues with the actual property. And a lot of the times it's uncovering encroachments, restrictions, easements. So your fence might be five yards a little to the left into your neighbor's yard. This all has to be taken care of before closing or your driveway is not fully, it's 10 yards deeper than it should be. You know what I mean? There's just like little different encroachments of the actual property that we uncover before closing. So everything could be fixed and smooth and ready to move forward with. Got you. That makes sense. Do you uh, generally suggest people um, hire, hire a surveyor to go out there and, and survey the property before close? Yeah, this is, this is something separate from us, but that's, that's a referral partner uh, where we give our recommendations to check it out and make sure everything's clean as well. And do you, uh, do you give that, um, do you give that suggestion to both, you know, single family homeowners as well as commercial properties? So my firm, especially we focus on both residential and commercial and we're a national firm. So we can do all the way from a condo uh, co-ops. There's lean searches. You don't really have to run a full title report, but uh, yeah, it could be a single condo co-ops, single family, all the way up to any type of commercial asset. So cool. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, um, one subject that I do want to jump into is wholesaling because it is a big, uh, it's a big thing in single family, even commercial. I do wholesaling myself um, and people are on the fence, whether it's something that people that you should do um, that's legal. So what is your opinion on wholesaling um, and what, what issues do you see when people try, you know, are wholesalers when people go and do a wholesale um, through title and escrow? Right. I support wholesaling. I kind of do a little wholesaling myself. Since the title industry, fun fact for most people, title is pretty fixed in terms of price. So it's all based off of a calculation, depends on the purchase price, mortgage amount, location. But in terms of title, it's pretty fixed in terms of price. So you have to figure out, it's a very relationship-driven business. You have to figure out different ways for you to differentiate yourself from your competitors. Um, So of course, my company and I value ourselves on quick turnaround time and excellent service. But for me, it's very important to be a value add to real estate professionals across the board, giving them the proper referrals, introductions, leads. And what I like to do is facilitate off-market deals because I have a strong network of real estate professionals, all different asset classes and sectors. And I've realized if I know somebody that's selling, I probably have a potential buyer for them as well. So I do a little wholesaling. I support it. Um, The issues I've seen with it, to answer your question, are two of them. 
One issue I've seen with wholesaling, which comes up a lot, are daisy chains. You know, yep. not being not direct. Cool, man. Mother, not cool. Not <laughs> you know, I say, so somebody sends me over a deal. I'm like, wait, I have a buyer who's looking for a mobile park home in Seattle. And then next thing you know, there's four people in between the seller and then they all want to get on the buy side fee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if, if there's a 2% buy side fee splitting it between six people, that that's really the biggest issue. And then the second issue was, was really the fees because mm-hmm. since you're wholesaling it, they require a lot of the times um, the, the, a lot of parties involved, they require to split the buy side fee and it just becomes a whole whole situation going there. So Mm -hmm. those are the issues, but you know, I I facilitated probably like two or three uh, commercial deals on the wholesaling side. So um, definitely a supporter of it. And it's been giving me good experience and knowledge of, of how the actual transaction process works Mm -hmm. different from a title perspective. Yep. Yeah. And actually wholesaling is where, um, I tentatively suggest people get started um, because it really it just boils down to marketing. That that's all that wholesaling is. Is you just you market for properties and then get it under contract and assigned. But the the bulk of um, of the work, the bulk of the expertise, comes in finding the property and marketing for that property. And right. so that's just one skill, um, and it's a good way to just get you in the door, get you in real estate, and start wholesaling, start making some money, so you know what's actually happening. Um, so that's why I suggest wholesaling. I'm glad that you're kind of on the same path as me. I think it's a good thing. Um, I have seen situations where, uh, you know, the fee the fee amount can be um, that can be morally gray, in my opinion, because sometimes the fee will be so large that it you know the seller in that point is uh, is taking a loss because mm-hmm. you know he's selling it for five hundred thousand. They put another five hundred thousand as a fee. They double the price right. and you know wholesale it for a million. That, in my opinion. Um, is not fair to the seller. The seller is, you know, selling his property. He's the one who's who, who should, in my opinion, deserve the 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 bulk of the profits from that sale. So, um, I'm a big fan of wholesaling. Glad you are too. Um, it's good to hear from a title and escrow person, somebody who yeah. has helped me in multiple transactions uh, close close a wholesale. Yeah. Um, so moving on, you, uh, you have goals in real estate itself. You know, you, you, usually I have people on who, uh, who are you know, pretty established, but I like getting the perspective of people who are just getting into the investing side of real estate and that's yourself. So what is, uh, what's your goals going forward? I know you're talking about possibly buying, um, a property. You didn't say what type. So what, what are your next steps in, uh, yeah. in investing? My main goal, main focus is to grow my title business, you know, Mm -hmm. grow strong book of business, grow strong relationships, bring in as much business as possible there and, you know, be very successful in the title field. I mean, there's definitely the ability to to be successful both on the residential and commercial side. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, additional to that, I would like to get involved in investing properties, um, whether I'm syndicating the money or my own money. A couple of good friends of mine and relationships of mine, um, are, I would say you could say they're more underwriters. So they're underwriting, uh, deals for different types of investment in real estate firms. So they'll do more of the due diligence and actually look into the properties. And then I will either just invest and, you know, just start building my own, uh, my own portfolio. And, you know, with that and the title business, I mean, 
you never know. There's diff- so many different avenues of real estate. Uh, but I would say, I love it. Right. So I would say for now, the next step additional to title is to start investing. Probably, as you said, we're probably looking into more residential deals right now to uh, get a good understanding, probably single families to start. Um, and then maybe we'll build up to two to four units. So stay in the residential and then eventually hopefully get into multifamily or different type of commercial assets, but start, get a good understanding, learn the process, get some uh, assets under our portfolio and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, uh, I mean, no offense, New York, I love New York, but you guys are in, it's a tough market when it comes to investment properties, because in (laughs) fact, I have, I have a huge list of buyers for my uh, commercial properties and the vast majority of them, they, you know, I'm like, what don't you want? What state don't you want to work in? They're all like, I don't want anything in New York. Don't send me any properties from New York. <laughs> so that's a that's a tough state to get started in, and it's because of the taxes, man. You guys, your your taxes are just through the roof. Yeah, and they're not getting any better anytime soon either. <laughs> um, uh, so I mean, I wouldn't say. Obviously, I'm based out of Manhattan, um, so I live in the city. And I'm originally from New York, so I've been here my whole life. But um, so I know the real estate markets here better than others. But like one of my best friends who's uh, in the real estate, he has his, he purchased a condo in Arizona. I think he's looking a little bit into the Florida markets. Um, so we look into New York, but we also broaden the horizons as well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, hey, we are nearing in on the 15-minute mark, so I am going to have to push us into the quick question round. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Um, it always starts... I don't even know why I have to look at my my sheet here. I know what it starts with. It always starts with books. <laughs> uh, I'm a big bookie, so why don't you give me two book recommendations, one um, for real estate and then one for general life wisdom? So I'm not really a, a big reader, but... Um, you can use podcasts. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I do. I, you know, I, I mean, I read more articles online, um, not really books. I probably should get a little more into reading, but I, I picked out two good books I've read. Um, not fully real estate related, more life general advice. Um, one is Winning Through Intimidation um, by Robert J. Ringer. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yep. So that's one. A bit into that one. Winning Through Intimidation. What uh that sounds kind of a, a my uh, uh, a little bit like bullying. So it, it can't be uh, it can't be that. So what what are they actually trying to communicate there? You know, it's more that why what intimidation is, why you become intimidated, and how you could avoid how you could really avoid the mental lapses that cause you to, to fall victim, and then it kind of relates it to business. Okay. So okay. it's more for me. Okay. Um, since my business is more relationship driven, you know, it's not being intimidated by a very successful real estate professional, somebody that says no to you. It's yeah. more, you know, being able to be yourself, be outgoing, be able to approach really anybody in the room, anybody you speak to. Um, so I would say summing it up, it's like if you've ever felt short, uh, fell short of a deal you wanted speaking to somebody, you had a meeting or an interview, it didn't work out. It's like, how you'll appreciate it and then move on and move to the next step. So, gotcha. Uh, okay. So it's winning through intimidation, correct. like getting yes, through it, step, not winning step. by using intimidation. I get you. Okay. No, no, winning sense. through intimidation. That's the idea. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, All right. Next one. Let's hear this. 
Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Yep. 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 So that's just about negotiating um, and learning good business tactics across the board. Cool. I love it. All right, moving on. Um, this one is for your younger self. So if you could go to the Sam who was, you know, just going to that, um, that, you know, family friend that you had in commercial real estate and, uh, you know, he knew nothing about real estate. You were just going to your friend, um, learning the game, learning what was coming up, go to him, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Myself. Yep. Go to yourself. You know, it's keep all options open. Um, just like I did kind of that got me into the title field, but you know, don't like weigh all options, really speak to as many people as possible. Um, I'm a big supporter in networking. Um, you know, just reach out to as many people as possible, gain as much insight as possible and, you know, work hard and, and, it'll come to you. You know, if you, if you, if you put the work in and you, uh, keep all options open, then I think usually good things happen. So couldn't agree more. Focus on the next step and, uh, just ignore everything else because everything else does not matter. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. Um, and this is for your habits. Habits are the foundation of our life. So if you could point to one habit that you feel has contributed the most to your overall health, well-being, and happiness, what would that be? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's having more of a steady schedule. Um, so I don't really have a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Um, most real estate professionals don't, some people do, but you know, it's for me waking up at a very similar time, um, getting in front of the computer, starting making my calls and getting my work done, being very productive. Uh, I like to wake up early, you know, so it's just getting into a good routine that works and sticking with that routine so that you never can fall behind. I would say that's good. Oh, that's like an overall, that's like an overall habit. though. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, that's basically the habit of being in habits <laughs> and yeah, that's good right. because like that's my head. I, I agree <laughs> I, with you I to find the definition of habits <laughs> uh, but it, i mean it is very important to um to kind of have a routine I, I i mean i know that myself if i if i do different things every single day if i change up my routine every single day um then i just start to my energy gets dispersed and i don't really i'm not that effective but if i I have a routine, especially a morning routine for me. If I just stick to that routine, then yep. my brain gets primed and I, it knows. It's like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're, we're up. We're up. It's 5.30 a.m. It's time to go to the gym. It's time to do our meditations. And then we're going to get to yep. work. And you know, once you get in that routine, it really, really kicks in and starts working for you. All right, moving on. Um, United States, it's a big place. There are, you know, I don't know how many square miles. I really should Google this because I use this, yeah. this example every single time. But there's many square miles in the United States, um, which means that there are many places to invest. What area in the U.S. are you most excited about um, investing in property? As I said, I'm just getting into the investing game. So, you know, for me, it's getting insight from yourself, which I'm, I'm about to turn the question on you and ask you that question in a second. But... <laughs> Uh, I'll turn it into a title question. Okay, uh, sure. you know, really for title, uh, premiums are different in every state. But as you said, there's a lot of properties being bought and refinanced. So for me, it's keeping all options open. I do most of my business in New York and New, New Jersey, but building relationships across the country. So title is being done in these deals when they're being purchased. So 
so that when whoever I speak to, whenever I speak to them, they keep me, I'm always top of mind. But I would like to flip the question on you. What are your top places to invest right now? Yeah, for sure. No, and you're the first person to do that. So this is exciting. Sure. (laughs) Uh, So right now, my, I mean, I'm always excited about my backyard. Washington State kicks ass. Love Washington State. Um, but I'm just in the process of buying a, a mobile home park out there in Georgia, um, okay. and another one, hopefully in Florida. And so I'm looking forward to investing down there in the Southeast mostly. Well, I mean, obviously there's good growth down there. Um, Florida right. especially has been, you know, going off the charts, but there's also sun and that is something Washington does not have a lot of. And so I am excited to have a property down there in the Southeast. And then every, you know, every few months, take a flight down there, check out my properties and just enjoy that beautiful sun that they get. So that's, that's where I I'm would, at right now. Thank you for, I would say that. if, if somebody gave me an option, Florida would be a top choice. Yeah. Yep. Florida. Yeah. It's uh it's nice. And I honestly, I haven't been there yet, um, but I've heard great things. And so really? I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. All right. We're moving on. Um, favorite place to invest. We already talked about habits, man. I lost my place. There we go. So, uh, you've given us a lot of good advice about title insurance. You know, it's something not a lot of people have knowledge of. And so you've, uh, been gracious enough to bestow your own knowledge. I'm sure people want to reach out and they have questions about title. What is the best way for them to get in contact with you? You know, phone, email, LinkedIn, any Avenue they want to reach out. I'm very quick to respond. Perfect. Uh, do you have a website? We have a we have a website. I don't have a personal website. My firm has a website, of course. Okay. So probably your LinkedIn is probably the best one. Um, um, I'm- yeah. Once we post this, I'll repost on my LinkedIn. But for, for everybody listening, LinkedIn, and then you could share my email and my phone number as well, which is on my LinkedIn page. So Perfect. So I will put his LinkedIn in the show notes. So if you click the little more in the description, it'll pop down the full description in there. You can find Samuel's LinkedIn profile and click through and say hi. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank you very much for hopping on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we, as always, we appreciate having you here. If you guys have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on our website. This ebook ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. 
The second bonus is the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which is which will give you the exact keywords we use to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is, or the fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of transactions. After that is the investors quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically with, from those calculations. This is a lot of uh, a lot of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the wholesalers template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.